The Holy Gospel according to St. Luke, the second chapter. In those days, a decree went out from Caesar Augustus that all the world should be registered. This was the first registration when Quirinius was governor of Syria. And all went to be registered, each to his own town. And Joseph also went up from Galilee, from the town of Nazareth, to Judea, to the city of David, which is called Bethlehem, because he was of the house and lineage of David, to be registered with Mary, his betrothed, who was with child. And while they were there, the time came for her to give birth. And she gave birth to her firstborn son and wrapped him in swaddling cloths and laid him in a manger because there was no place for them in the inn. And in the same region there were shepherds out in the field keeping watch over their flock by night. And an angel of the Lord appeared to them and the glory of the Lord shone around them and they were filled with fear. And the angel said to them, Fear not. For behold, I bring you good news of a great joy that will be for all the people. For unto you is born this day in the city of David a Savior, who is Christ the Lord. And this will be a sign for you. You will find a baby wrapped in swaddling cloths and lying in a manger. And suddenly there was with the angel a multitude of the heavenly host, praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest, and on earth peace among those with whom he is pleased. When the angels went away from them into heaven, the shepherds said to one another, Let us go over to Bethlehem and see this thing that has happened, which the Lord has made known to us. And they went with haste and found Mary and Joseph and the baby lying in a manger. And when they saw it, they made known the saying that had been told them concerning this child. And all who heard it wondered at what the shepherds told them. But Mary treasured up all these things, pondering them in her heart. And the shepherds returned, glorifying and praising God for all that they had heard and seen as it had been told them. This is the Gospel of the Lord. In the holy name of Jesus, Amen. the homily for this morning is a combination between Luke's gospel and John's gospel and the focus upon the word made flesh as we reflect on all that is Christmas, which is many things to many people. Before I was a Christian, Christmas had a magical lure that always climaxed and then bottomed out because there was nothing enduring from the secular perspective. And humorously, I often reflect upon my cousin who for many years when he was young would sit at the fireplace and weep before the presents were to be opened because it was all just too much. But once those festivities were over... The joy subsided and life went back to the mundane, everyday rhythm. But once I entered the church, I found a 
hope and a joy that kept speaking beyond the earthly festivities. And this enduring hope that keeps going and going in the church from Christmas provides the backdrop for our reflection today as we behold the babe in a manger who is God the Lord. St. John the Evangelist provided us with our Christmas gospel that focuses upon the Word. And he begins his gospel in the prologue by saying, In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. He was with God in the beginning. Word in Greek is logos. And it carries with it the essence of understanding something of substance, and in fact that substance comes and enters. And to understand leads to a movement of the heart and it proceeds to a way of living. This word gives sense and meaning to one's entire being. Logos was used extensively by the Greek philosophers. And St. John uses it as a way of communicating to the Greco-Roman world that Jesus is the divine truth that everyone has been seeking. Words spoken are a powerful force that impact people deeply. We have all spoken words of love that then have warmed the hearts of others. We have also spoken bitter or harsh words which have brought immediate pain to others. Love and hate are both produced by words, and sometimes very quickly. In the Old Testament, word in Hebrew is the very concept of the Holy of Holies in the temple. This divine word brings with it surprise. The Hebrew concept of word carries the idea that it comes from behind or in a back room or most holy place. And it provides the picture of people standing in a life of circumstances they cannot control or a life of sin that keeps pelting away at us and wearing us down. Standing alone and without help, the trials and evil of life continue to deal us a blow with no help. But suddenly, the divine word comes from behind us and while speaking, delivers sudden aid as an antidote to pain. Isaiah provides an example of the concept of the divine word where he says in chapter 30, And your ears shall hear a word behind you saying, This is the way. Walk in it. When you turn to the right or when you turn to the left, then you will defile your carved idols overlaid with silver and your gold-plated images. You will scatter them as unclean things and you will say to them, Be gone. This is the picture of a word of great substance setting into motion what it says. 
And the prophets too spoke in the Old Testament. And then the people watched the words unfold in their lives. Sometimes good and sometimes not so good. In fact, it happens when the prophets were silent that the people had great fear and the level of uncertainty grew. And so this is why the picture of the baby Jesus in the manger is so comforting to us. St. John, leading Greek-speaking folk on with his talk of the Word, finally delivers the answer to who the Word is in verse 14. The Word became flesh and tabernacled among us. And we marveled at His glory, the glory of the only begotten from the Father, full of grace and truth. This is John's way of telling Greek-speaking people all over the world that the true teaching of life is found in the enfleshed Son of God. The birth of Christ from a virgin is then the definitive picture of the Hebrew concept of word. A word coming from behind amidst the quiet saying, this is the way. Walk in it. It surprises. Shepherds were watching their flock by night. Caesar Augustus was taking a census of the population. Wars were being waged. Kings were plotting. The poor were begging for bread and the earth was spinning on its axis. Suddenly, quietly, the Word was made flesh and set up a place in our neighborhood. Maybe this is why John's epistles would be filled with love language. He knew that the church is the place of love because it is the place where the Word made flesh dwells and communicates the true way of life and it has an enduring hope where joy continues to flow over and over again. Jesus would be the Word in substance whose body would bleed as He paid for the sins of the world on the cross. This is love. Not that we love God, but that God loves us. Christ's ministry in the Gospels is the very narrative of this as He goes then to the blind and the poor and dines with tax collectors. This Word entering our sphere brings comfort because God is near to us. And His nearness brings grace and truth. Part of the practical meaning of Christmas for you today is that this is all very real for you in the present. If your sins are wearing you out, there is a divine word in holy absolution that will enter to tell you that you are forgiven. It is a word from behind, a word that surprises. Surprises in that you keep telling yourself that you cannot be forgiven. And Jesus surprises by saying, 
Yes, indeed, I forgive you. Your sin is gone. This word is present for you as you listen to the scriptures ringing in your ears. The Lord comes to teach you in the midst of your doubts. When you say, can it be real? My faith is weak. Jesus touches you with a word from behind that says, I love you, keep walking with me. And so Jesus is our peace on earth. When life seems to constrain us or evil tries to trap us and distance us from all that is good, Jesus is born of a virgin. And we come to understand the power of words and the Word made flesh. That a holy love enters creation and this Word brings the eternal calm that we associate with that quiet night in Bethlehem. In the holy name of Jesus.